welcome to Saving People Queering Things, the Supernatural podcast, where the only thing holding Dean back from this sweet condo deal is that they don't allow angel co-signers. Tragic. Today, we are pulling up to season five, episode 17, 99 Problems. I'm your host, Elena. I'm Noah. And we're here to talk about this episode. 99 Problems, but this episode isn't one of them. How you feeling, Noah, on your first viewing? It was great. I liked this episode a lot. It was uh, very interesting. It expounds upon a lot of the lore that we've already talked about and been excited about. And so it's it's cool to take another deep dive at that. And we get to see Lisa again. Yeah, yeah. do how'd you feel about that one a lot of a lot of different uh feelings and emotions but it was good to see some uh, some closure for dean which was kind of oh you think there's closure oh that's cute oh dean (laughs) thinks there's closure (laughs) we've got 10 more seasons to prove there's none of that here (laughs) he doesn't handle closure very well he doesn't As part of our preparation for the next era of Supernatural, we have created a audience survey to ask some questions of those of you who listen to our show to get some feedback on what you like, what you would like more of, anything that we should be changing. Yeah, just any feedback you have for us. We would be so grateful if you have a few minutes to fill that survey out. And the link to the survey is going to be available on our social media, in the show notes, and on our website, queeringthingspodcast.com. Do it, because it'd be cool. Yeah, we would love to hear, we'd love to hear from you. Survey! But speaking of all that closure that he doesn't have, now it is time to catch you up on all the closure he didn't have before. (laughs) So if you haven't watched Supernatural recently, here is what you've missed on the road so far. Noah is going to recap the show. Noah, are you prepared? Oh yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. I believe in you. Okay, three, two, one, go. Okay, so the two brothers, Sam and Dean, are (laughs) being pulled every which direction, left, right, up and down by these angels, demons, other angels, other demons. Everybody's trying to play them for a different part of the apocalypse which they ended up starting because they were pushed in so many different directions they need to just come together because every time they come together they keep kicking butt and you know making progress now we're pulling up to you know almost the end of the apocalypse sam is getting closer to being lucifer's vessel god damn every time i try to go bigger picture and then it's like oh but actually that's because i should get us (laughs) to where we are Uh, okay. It's this season adds so much lore. It just in itself that it's hard to recap like the show and then season five because season five is like its own fucking series with yeah. how much lore there is. Honestly, it's a little wild. They're time traveling too much. <laughs> yeah, actually, not enough. No more. Wibbly wobbly time traveling supernaturally. <laughs> Okay, are you ready to uh, recap the episode, this week's episode? I suppose. Okay. I liked this episode more than I remembered. Good, good. So that's fun to to recap. I'm, I'm ready whenever. I have not prepared at all. I'll give you a little countdown. Alrighty. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so we start the episode with one of those classic Winchester cold opens where it's like, ah, there's a thing, what the fuck? And then they find out, oh my gosh, there's a town of like people who are fighting demons with, you know, like holy fire trucks. And so then they go into the town and they find out that there's prophet there and it turns out that she's not a prophet and then Cass gets drunk Sam gets drunk everybody gets drunk except for Dean which is should be a sign of him being in emotional turmoil that even he's not getting drunk and then at the end of this episode they kill the whore of Babylon and Dean does something stupid like Michael level stupid and goes to see Lisa and we are left with that cliffhanger oh damn damn better than I thought it was going to. Yeah, that was expert level right there. Thank you. Been doing Mad. this too much. <laughs> Mad impressive. You got every little bit that you needed to. Indeed. 
but now it's time for us to add some music to our journey. So here's what we have on this week's mixtape. Now, what you got playing in your ears today? This week, I went with Find My Own Way by Arrested Youth. It's Ooh, sort of how I feel Dean is looking at his conversation with Lisa at the end. You know, he, when did life get so complicated? I just want to hear you say that I'm going to make it out someday. I just had to find my own way. I'm trying to be this person. I never reach it. This time, I admit it. Denial fixed my sickness. So Ooh. sort of, a, a, you know, Dean's going to deal with all these problems by not dealing with these problems and giving up. And so he accepts that and he says goodbye to the person that he was holding out for, holding out hope for. With the uh, cast going off the rails, Lisa's his last little step. Yeah, now that Cass has gone on a bender. Mm-hmm. What, what did he, did he just, oh my God. <laughs> he said, it's, it's so good. <laughs> Iconic, truly. That's a really good song choice though. Thank you. What, what about you? What's your mixtape pick? So for mine, I went with the song Broken by Seether for obvious title reasons because I feel like Dean ends this episode very broken and mm. in, in his brokenness, that breaks Sam. And Cass was already broke from the previous episode, which is thus the bender. So everybody's just in pieces right now now and uh some of the lyrics of this like i'm broken when i'm lonesome i don't feel right when you've gone away just seemed really fitting um and this particular the opening line of the song i wanted you to know i love the way you laugh i want to hold you high and steal your pain away and that to me was just very dean and lisa vibes which absolutely as much of a a destiel shipper as i am i am also team lisa i've always liked lisa and she gets a lot of hate in the fandom and it makes me really aggravated and so i watched this like i've seen this episode dozens and dozens of times and yet still i teared up at that part every every goddamn time because of her and jensen's acting choices it's just a lot yeah they they do very very well in that scene Mm. yeah they made me feel broken so broken by cedar is the jam of the week (laughs) a great pick great pick and now that we have that mixtape going, it is time for this week's hunt. And today we're going to be exploring the 17th episode of season five, 99 Problems. And Dean is most of them, but we love him. <laughs> this week's tarot card, if you've been following along with us, we've been discussing um, season five's themes uh, through the Supernatural Tarot deck. And this week we have the card for the Emperor. Ooh. And it has, it depicts John Winchester sitting in a throne with chains on the wall behind him. Ooh doesn't make us feel any kind of way not at all so this is reading from the supernatural tarot guidebook we've got the emperor is the ultimate authoritarian a strong patriarchal figure much like <coughs> it says <clears throat> it says master hunter john winchester but well, i'm just gonna say john winchester yeah noted child abuser john winchester what noted is- child abuser yeah there we go the upright says john is a skilled and knowledgeable hunter and his thorough record keeping helps his sons whenever they find his journal and decide to follow in his footsteps the emperor advises you to stay vigilant sensible and disciplined reversed it says you're feeling maxed out and burdened by responsibilities so it's time to reevaluate your routines analyze the way you spend your energy and restructure parts of your life that feel overwhelming a much more uplifting message than john ever put out into the world but (laughs) yeah he, he didn't have a whole lot of that no Did you want to give us a little bit more background about the Emperor in general? 
I do. I would love to. Um, so the Emperor is the fourth card in the Major Arcana, right after the Empress, which we recently discussed on an episode. The card typically pictures like, you know, a very stately elder gentleman sitting on a throne looking like a badass holding a scepter and like a, you know, holy hand grenade of Antioch or whatever the heck those are called. <laughs> and it basically is like Nova saying it's an authoritative card. I think in relation to this episode, it's kind of cool because we're dealing with like a feminine person in charge, but the card is is a male presence. But throughout the episode, like she doesn't exude a feminine like leadership presence. It's very like, this is strict. We have to do this the way that the church says. And it comes off as very patriarchal, which I think is kind of an interesting choice. In reverse, this card, uh, one of the things, this is from the Labyrinthos Tarot, uh, which is a really good guide. In reverse, it says that the card represents uh, power struggle and com- competitiveness, which I think is kind of interesting, given that like we're really dealing with like who's actually in charge of this town at this point. So yeah, that's a little bit more about the Emperor Tarot card. And I think it's going to be cool to see how that incorporates throughout the rest of the episode. Oh yeah, I love that. Yeah, Indeed. Well, I mean, okay, where did we want to start with this episode? There's so much here. I mean, I always love your gut reactions to being a first-timer, so... Fair. First reaction was, there need to be more fire trucks with holy water. That's a great, great it's call. just a good method. Portable, it's efficient, it's... You can hit so many different targets at once. It's so great. Yeah. Were you surprised to like see that there was this group of people who actually know what they're doing, who thought they could give Sam and Dean the talk? It was super interesting because they started trying to give them the talk, but then the brothers are trying to figure out how much do you guys actually know? And it was it was super interesting to see that dichotomy on screen. It was super fun. The trunk, or do we not show you the trunk? Yeah, the trunk could get us arrested in most places, but so could you know, hosing down all these people aggressively like that. <laughs> I don't know, there's a pro and con balance there. Gotta figure that out. It was super interesting. I always like diving into the mythology of the prophets and you know, oh, fake yes. prophets. That was cool. Knowing that Cass has all their names seared onto his brain, that feels like a <laughs> An important little Cass note is that will real underrated MVP of this episode. <laughs> Honestly, him being like, drunk, ah, uh, so good. Classic. That's one of my favorite. Like, I found a liquor store and I drank and it. I drank it. <laughs> so good. Like, oh, hashtag good. tag yourselves. Me every time I have a hangover. <laughs> it was just so good. And when he does the little thing where he's like, "Don't ask stupid questions." He <laughs> <laughs> beckons him so close. He's like, "Hey, hey, hey come here, come here, come here." Just... Fuck up! You're wasting my goddamn time like it's nice to see Cass with a sense of humor even if it takes a whole (laughs) liquor store to to pull it out of him yeah it's funnier in an opium is also great it's an easy joke but yeah that's a very very often quoted line you find it on a lot of you know fan-made natural merch it's great and of course the absolutely iconic (laughs) i don't understand why do i have to say my name Cass's voicemail. Voicemail. Oh god, it's so good. All the <laughs> beep boop boop beep boop. Yeah, oh, okay. and then Sam leaves a really short voicemail. Like we hear it, and then when Cass shows up, he's just like, "Your voice is grating," and it was a long. <laughs> I actually <laughs> hated it. Could you never talk to me again, please? I actually, it, I can't stand it. It was so good. Cass is. Uh... Yeah, he's brutal on Sam this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because he and Dean are trying to act like they're grumpy at each other and not really on speaking terms after the last episode but it gives that 
cute of them. Yeah, it's subtle, but you know, they're doing it. But he still gives his his darling, you know, hangover meds. Yeah, he takes so care just, of like, them. take a whole bottle. <laughs> you should probably uh, just finish that off. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I don't know how it works for angels, but. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't have recommended angel dosage on the Tylenol bottle, unfortunately. Unfortunately. We'll, <laughs> we'll, nice we'll work on did, that. But Tylenol isn't very inclusive like that. Do better, Tylenol. <laughs> it's Pride Month. It's Pride Month. Which I don't well, know if it will be so our, when this episode comes out, but as we're recording, it's Pride Month. Happy Pride, everyone. But you know what? Every month is Pride Month at this podcast. So happy Pride Month <laughs> <laughs> for the sixth time in a row. <laughs> There was also quite a bit of queer energy from uh, some of the hunters in the the town. Right, you know? okay. The bartender. Uh, give me your thoughts because I had a takeaway this episode that I've never had before, but I want to know your thing first. Yeah, so whenever they're, you know, we're going to go on this mission, who's going to come with me? Someone's got to cover Rob's ass. And then they like do that little smirk and do a little, a little shot during the prayer. And uh-huh. those little jokes, that's definitely a, a little fuck buddy relationship, if nothing else, you know? Yeah, especially when he makes the comment that like most of the guys that come in here are not exactly as holy as they pretend to be it's like oh you'd be surprised you know like that yeah (laughs) definitely some action going on the thing i picked up on that i never noticed before is i feel like this episode is now admissible in my my category of evidence for sam not being interested in men at all because that bartender was flirting with him hardcore and it was just like sam just was i just he wasn't at all like when a bartender when a male bartender flirts with dean he gets he turns into a flustered 16 year old he doesn't know what to do with himself he suddenly is like i i uh, uh, man pretty what huh and he just short circuits and sam doesn't do that at all sam's just like acting like yeah this is whatever sure and and it's it comes off to me as like sam sam probably realizes he's being being flirted with but you know what he's confident in who he is and so he's not bothered by it yeah because actual people that are comfortable in their sexuality don't mind being hit on by people who are of a different sexuality yeah because they, they so, just, they're like oh yeah well thank you appreciate it yeah so that's so cool anyway, not, that's not into it. Um, more focused on the apocalypse right now but thanks thanks for the thanks i for actually the had these questions about uh the murders that occurred yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> Like it just, I never noticed that before this watch. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, this monster is absolutely putting the moves on Sam. And Sam is just unbothered and moisturized. And I love that for him. Which RIP Paul, that he was a a fun character. And he got, he got shot pretty quick out of nowhere. His things escalated zero to 60 real quick. And he didn't. That lady still gets me though, because like, like what Leah's dad was saying, just like, you killed a guy. Like you Mad that he was drinking and so your solution to that was murder which is like pretty much that, that's like okay i'm a little rusty on my mm-hmm. 10 commandments but that's like one or two isn't it <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty, high, pretty up there. high up there it's like hey um where where do you guys draw the line you know, yeah like drinking alcohol is not one of them <laughs> Yeah, it's different if you're trying to... Like, Jesus literally turned his blood into alcohol at one point. Like, <laughs> I don't think he's going to mind a couple of apocalypse beers. No, not a chance. A little bit of an overreaction. I liked whenever they were doing, you know, the, the Lord's Prayer and they said, Our Father in Heaven. And Dean said, not so much. Because <laughs> they know he's on Earth somewhere. Dean has, like, I know that he's like the king of quips, but he has some really, really good ones this episode. Like, I also love uh, when everybody gets up from the bar and he just goes, something I said. <laughs> <laughs> 
like, oh, whoa. Well, hey, Why are you so silly? It was good. It felt, it felt like a, you know, kind of how Sam, wow. So that's how it feels having backup. You know, that, that, that was fun. Them having people to back them up in a fight was nice. They did, they kicked ass. The scene where Sam throws the, the demon blade. And that interaction that they have with the kid before the kid gets killed. Mm. Like, oh, heartbreaking. They're trying to. Like, Dean goes right into like big bro mode and it's so sweet. That's what gets him killed. And he's like, one more drive, one more time, and you get to drive? Like, come on. Like, how fucking wholesome. So sweet. Now, you're always the one that's pointing these out, the like actors from other things. Did you recognize him? I did not. The actor that played the kid? Okay. Because I recognized him and I was like, who the hell is he? And I had to look it up. But when I realized who it was, I was screaming. I don't know if it's a show that you've seen. He played Michael on Jane the Virgin. Ooh, I have not seen Jane the Virgin. He's so good at that. And I was just like, oh no, I I don't want to watch him die. But he's baby in this. He's so much younger. So much smaller. I, I believe yeah, he's so small. He did great for the bit that we got to see him in. You know, I, if, if we had yeah, he's more... really a cat. Like that character is really a catalyst for the episode. Very like, much. So. That's the whole reason that Paul gets killed. Yeah, Ugh, things things go really crazy, very sideways, very fast. Yeah. What was the? I'm curious if you had a moment where you noticed like something is really wrong with Dean. I okay. The moment when he was talking to Leah and she said, "Well, Dean, you're chosen." He said, "More like cursed." And she said it must be hard being the vessel of heaven and having no hope and that i mean that right there he was like well fuck i knew he was gonna have to figure something else out and he wouldn't be able to just sit there and accept that answer that he doesn't have hope because he can't have no hope he has to have something yeah he's Steve winchester that's his whole thing he builds up to deciding to make the only choice that he can which is giving up fucking sucks Yeah, I the one moment I had written down was that like when Sam's like they just outlawed like ninety percent of your personality, <laughs> and he's just like eh, whatever. No, no just, biggie. I'm I'm gonna be fine. Like I forget which episode it was. Oh, it was uh, not that long ago. The real Ghostbusters when Dean is talking to them and they're like, well, they don't care because they're fictional characters, and Dean's like, oh, they care. They care a lot. And so like that's that's what you expect out of Dean. You expect Dean Winchester to care so much that he's gonna fucking bleed for it and so when dean gets apathetic it's it's scary because you're like wait no you're the one who has like the biggest heart who cares about everything so much all the time if you are unbothered then something is wrong something is broken and that hurts by seether when uh when sam's out drinking with paul and comes back to hang out with dean and dean's like uh-huh. where you been drinking drinking you rebel <laughs> so good <laughs> like, oh look at you getting out and partying it's so funny and dean's just sitting there like on his bed quiet like just sweetie should have been red flag red flags he's getting yeah, ready to this episode is full of red flags yeah yep one by one by one my other favorite uh dean moment is when sam asks him if he wants to go to church and he's like oh you know me downright pious <laughs> downright like, pious. maybe for a certain angel who you like to church that's about Take it me to church you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> i liked whenever uh 
when when Cass does show up and Dean gets back from you know checking in on the town and whatnot, and then Cass says something like, "Well, it's it's starting." He's like, "Wait, wait, wait, you're here?" He walks into the room and just talking to Sam, doesn't even look up, and then like, "Oh, oh shit, Cass is here." Hey, where the hell have you been? Yeah. Like, wait, wait, wait. Give me a second. Let me process that you're here. Where? What's I up? I have to you? completely recalibrate. I have to check my hair. Like. Yeah. And then he's like, "Wait, did you say Bender?" It is not of import. <laughs> <laughs> it is so not good. Of import. And then he's yeah, like, so Misha what is she? really had fun with this one. <laughs> he really did. Being like, oh, no, no, she's not a prophet. So what is she? The whore. <laughs> okay, Cass, tell us what you really think. Damn. <laughs> that was good. That was good. And, uh, because I, like, because I'm at this, this podcast has made it to the point where I'm, I'm so fairly see every single interaction that Dean has as, like, queer-coded for Cass. And so when he's just like, tell us how you really feel, my brain was like, did, did Cass say that because he, because Dean called her pretty? <laughs> <laughs> he just like the whore <laughs> wow i she's pretty i can't she's a whore yeah clearly that's what he feels i will say though i, I do really hate the um the pimp of babylon line i yeah. could really fucking live without that line <laughs> Yeah, it's an unnecessary little spin they put on it. Yeah, like I hate it when the when the writers will do that, where you'll have like a perfectly like normal scene, and then they're just like, "Hey, let's pepper in some casual misogyny because we haven't done that in five minutes, and we're supernatural." <laughs> we love Especially. doing that. They truly do. The journey of everybody being like, "Well, it need, she needs to be struck down by a true servant of heaven, and that's not Dean, and that's not Cass, <gasps> and Sam is an abomination." <laughs> Every time Sam's like, yeah, I know, but you don't got to say it. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. Like, let's, yeah, for a moment, let's talk about Sam's emotional journey through this episode. Like his whole thing where he has that like breaking point with Dean where he's just like, no, you, no, you are not allowed to give up hope because you're the only thing I have hope in. So if you don't have hope, then I'm not going to have hope. Then who's going to have hope? We're, we're done. That's it. done. Like, And I can't abide that. The the band just got together. (laughs) Yeah can't break up that fast nope unacceptable conditions and yet that's what dean decides to do at the end of this episode (laughs) did you did you predict that that's who he was going to see i did not i didn't well okay honestly like were you surprised that he opened the door and it was lisa i thought that he was you know going straight to michael when he opened a door i was like oh yeah lisa was in the recap of course he's going to go see lisa my bad that's yeah as i was watching the recap i was like oh screw this recap now i was gonna figure it out and that'd be (laughs) (laughs) whenever whenever they have somebody in the recap you know they're gonna at least mention so when he showed up to a house i was like oh that's not michael like okay if he was just gonna meet michael Michael he'd go to like a field timeshare in the hamps which hey maybe he does that's up to also i want to know if she's still yoga instructing because how the fuck can you afford that house on yoga Yoga instructors actually make seven figures. I mean, I'm sure that they make bank, but like, come on. In this economy? In this economy? I guess it was the 15 years ago economy. So (laughs) um, just casually have to remember this show is a decade ago. Yeah. Awkward. So uh, before we finish up our main discussion, I had one thing left that I really wanted us to talk about, which is uh, the kind of the rest of the conversation with Cass and Dean. Because, you know, we talked about where he gives him the pills and he's like, take the whole bottle. Um, (laughs) But it's... It's, it's for me it's the line where dean acknowledges for the second episode in a row that john was a deadbeat dad he says he's an expert big expert deadbeat dad 
Yeah. So good. Like, his growth makes me so proud. Immediately followed up by a shitty line. But we're not going to talk about that one until we get to representation. But Deadbeat Dad, he, he slanders John. We love it. We love like, to see it. Slandering John in a episode where the tarot card depicts him is just goals for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I, I think August would be proud. Um, Call that karma. Yeah, it's just it's so good. I just love, I love when Dean is able to like accurately talk about what he's been through as opposed to, you know, ignoring things and just trying to pretend like it doesn't exist, which is what he goes to do at the end of the episode. So there's that, but, you know, take with the wins where you can. Yeah, yeah. They didn't and... call the episode one problem. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have just one issue this episode. They've got plenty. How many would you say? I'd say probably 97. That's a close guess. They themselves are the last two. Well, that is actually a beautiful segue to our going meta section because I had I definitely had a behind the scenes fun fact that I wanted to share. Uh, but first, with the going meta, this is where we track lore, representation, behind the scenes trivia, and more. And generally, we start with our representation check. Rep check. And as per usual, ladies and gentlemen, it is abysmal. Oh, terrible. Yeah. Not great. Not great. We mentioned, uh, you know, the way they refer to the Whore of Babylon, which is, you know, it's different. Whore of Babylon as a title. Like, than... yeah, it's a it's a title, but it also... <sighs> it's a problematic title, for sure. Yeah, but it comes from ancient biblical lore, which is not exactly, you know, super woke. <laughs> 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 what with, you know, yeah, they're not they're not really going by our standards um but Maybe. the fact that you know dean winchester who is in the present day uh feels the need to say let's pimp of babylon this bitch yeah. no just unnecessary at every dimension that line no, no. And i know we mentioned it already but it just it's worth warranting again yeah. it's not good on a good day you get to kill a whore is not helpful or necessary yeah very cringe not a great line yeah. i get what he's going for but it's not that's not it <laughs> like you know you could have said you get to kill some evil or destroy some evil like there's there's a way to to say what you're trying to say without it being misogynistic and no. i don't know that the writers typically know how you to do that say on a good day you get to take it out on a monster and it's still it's still yeah. to call certain things monsters and whatnot but yeah because that's what the whore of babylon is yeah she's not not a human being yeah yeah no it's diff different she's like a, de a demon of sorts yes yeah I think they, they really clarify i don't know that. that they explicitly say demon but at least in that family yeah yeah, yeah she's in in that part of the uh demonic kingdom if you will um <laughs> But uh, the, the fun little behind the scenes thing I wanted to share is just the fact that this episode is called 99 Problems, which, you know, on one hand is because it's a reference and, you know, there's there's a poor bitch, you know, 99 Problems and she's like the one. But it's also because it's the 99th episode of the show. Oh, look at that. Next, next episode, we're discussing episode 100, baby. Ooh. Which is my favorite. So episode 100 point of no return i mean that's a pretty good title for the 100th episode yeah it's it is good shit once you're 100 episodes deep on the show you, there's no going back oh there isn't <laughs> i mean there was no going back seasons prior but it's nice that they actually acknowledged it this time yeah. <laughs> damn yeah they only proceeded to go on for 226 more after that 
Uh, I wonder if, you know, did they know? Did they know when they were filming the 100? Oh, God, no. There's no way. They didn't even know if they were going to get renewed for season six. And I remember being excited, like, when they got renewed for season... I remember panicking, thinking it wasn't going to get a season seven or eight or nine. And then at that point, I just was like, it's going to get other seasons because it can't (laughs) die now. It's too big. And when they finally... I, like, I knew it was going to go... Once they got past 10, I was like, if they don't go to 15, then what are they even doing here? I really thought they were going to end on 13 because you know it's the cursed number oh yeah i guess i could i could see that i don't know but uh but nope they they took it for two more and uh (laughs) here we are years later i'm in denial that the winchester season two isn't happening hashtag save winchesters yeah we're not talking about it yeah I need more. So get this. I was checking into the lore and there's plenty of it this week. There's so like, much. Uh, the whole saying... town of hunters, question mark, quotation mark, hunters. I don't know whether to scream or buy a condo. <laughs> it's one of my favorite lines. Line. <laughs> oh God. I did love that so much. <laughs> It does seem like it would either be a perfect haven or the worst idea ever. <laughs> yeah, it was it was giving me serious like The Walking Dead and The Last of Us vibes. And also, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen on Netflix Midnight Mass, which mm. is a really good show. Yeah. Um, but all I was just vibes. like, I was thinking about all of those things. And I was like, this episode predates all of those things. Yeah, they were the... Uh, they were Supernatural is the blueprint for so many <laughs> things that don't know it's the blueprint for them. Yeah. Like, the Last of Us ran because supernatural took a stroll to the end like i would say the last of us ran because the last of us video game ran but uh, it is what it, i do love the how the vibes are so very similar it tracks so very well and... i wanted to agree with you but there was a very loud car with very loud <laughs> music blaring driving by and so i had to be my microphone that's so fair i wanted to be like yeah you're you're right you're absolutely right about the last of us like last of us is its own thing and i no no no, no. love it respect and appreciate it but i just i love when shows when you can be watching one show and you get the vibes of another show it's always just a fun experience as a person who likes especially when they start in different places you know yeah and they end up in similar places it's Mm -hmm. it's a cool little connection you wonder if maybe maybe the person who was working on that second show also felt the vibes in that first one and yeah well because we know that whoever somebody who works on the last of us is a supernatural fan because of the whole jensen and misha note that's in one of the games it's not really but it gotta be some sort of fan so somebody somebody in that production room was like glued into supernatural and maybe maybe took hints little little dashes Mm -hmm. but yeah we get the lore that angels can get drunk angels can get drunk it just takes a lot takes a whole liquor store <laughs> entire liquor store i liked uh you know the profits we get some some profit um yes well we thought we got a profit yeah we get all the names are on cass's brain so that's cool if we yeah. need any of them which is like an interesting when he said that i had a weird moment of like well not technically because your brain is jimmy novak's brain so like when you take a vessel does it get seared onto their brain or is hmm. like he's saying brain because it's the closest thing he can use to describe his angelic consciousness or am i just thinking about this way too hard you know what i mean and that's Cass. he's a very literal being so yeah like hmm. angel brains or I does like jimmy novak could they those. cut any you know angel vessels head open and bam there's all the names of the prophets right there that's yep. crazy 
get an MRI. They just they fall out like a like a little mm-hmm. little things in a jar. <laughs> I don't even I don't know what that was. You feel free to cut that. Those that was a sign to move on. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Oh okay, sorry. Pretty significant piece of lore. Dean starts to say yes. Oh yeah, he's gonna he's gonna he has decided to say yes and that's what makes him a servant of heaven again to be able to take down the the whore of babylon wild 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 well that actually does bring me to one thing we probably could have done this in main discussion but i i just want it to happen somewhere but your predictions for next week and how you think that that confrontation is gonna go if you think it's gonna go at all like do you think that he will actually say yes now i'm gonna do my best to do the I accidentally, hand. I read the description for the next episode. Oh, no. Why Netflix accidentally. Because it popped up. It was not on purpose. It is it just, the description for next episode. It says uh, Dean finds out the angels have decided they don't need him. And oh. so... Uh, I think he's going to show up to the angels and say, hey, here I am. And they say, fuck off. We don't need you. Um, (laughs) What a a bold prediction. (laughs) I would love to see. So powerful of you to say. Showing up so heartbroken and Cass stopping him before he could make it there. That's what I would love to see. Oh, okay. Okay. Taking Sam with him, you know. Oh, man. Yeah, that that would be. What are you going to do? Just going to live some normal apple pie life? I was trying to open Netflix to see this description you're talking about. (laughs) And then, of course, it just decides it wants to start talking. I want to see the whole. Is is that the whole? Okay. 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 I'm actually, I'm okay with that. There are things that that does not spoil for you. Okay, good. Good. I'd be a little disappointed if uh, an episode description revealed the entire episode. That's it's sometimes bro sometimes i'm very very curious to see how that confrontation is going to go because i always like oh i can't wait my favorite like the the favorite like out of 326 next week's is my favorite no okay but you said that about on the head of a pin no i said that that one was up there oh okay okay okay. it's up there it's in it's probably in my top five this is the one one. if i could only pick one episode of supernatural this is the episode oh damn the one that we're going to discuss next week that is okay no pressure no pressure i'm i'm excited there are there are plenty of other episodes that are in tight competition with it but this is the it's definitely the one i've seen more than any other episode for sure not even a contest okay okay damn i might have to watch it twice just to talk about it properly Ooh, i'm so excited And so that's about it for today. So we're going to go now into our blessings, which is our final segment of the show. And Noah, I'm really curious who it is you would like to bless this week, because there are several characters very deserving. Prime and ready. I'm going to go with Sam. I'm going to bless Sam this week. I think that he is in a really tough spot having to see his brother put through the same rough choices that he's, you know, been pushed into the whole last two seasons where he's taking on responsibility upon himself and trying to keep his brother out of danger by leaving his brother behind. He really has to be left in the dust and there's nothing he can do about it. And I, I hate to see that. And I want him to be happy and ready to protect his brother when he gets back. Amen to that. What about you? You know who I'm going to bless. <laughs> so obvious. I have to bless Dean. I, I was so close to blessing Cass, but I, he, I've blessed both of them, I guess. But mostly Dean because it, he. this is it. Like, this is the episode where you just see, like, all of the hope leave his eyes. 
And as a Dean coded person, that breaks me every single time. Uh, I never have gotten through this episode without tearing up at the end. Uh, it just doesn't happen. So uh, I'd like to to bless Dean for thinking he has to make this decision that he doesn't have to. And I wish I wish him the strength to deal with it because it's going to be a lot. He's in for it next episode. Yeah, honestly, he's taking on a lot and I'm I'm ready to see it. I'm so excited. But that is all we have for you today. Um, thank you so much, Noah. This was a blast. No, of course. This was so much fun. <laughs> I always enjoy I, I always enjoy these episodes where it's a dynamic duo. Yeah. And this episode was a great one to do it on. There's mm-hmm. a lot of funny, little fun bits. <laughs> you know, just just fun, casual stabbing of Babylonian whores. No big deal. Last me Thursday. You know, if you want more like that, make sure you are subscribed to Saving People Querying Things wherever you listen to podcasts. Make Make sure to share our show with your friends. And you can find links to our social media and join our Discord through our website, QueeringThingsPodcast.com. And if you are all caught up on Supernatural and want to go back to Before the Beginning, you can listen to August and Elena, along with friends Beth and KJ, over at Wayward Parent with updates at Wayward Parents on Twitter or on Tumblr at Wayward Parents Podcast. Be sure to ride along with us next week as we explore Season 5, Episode 18, Point of No Return. Thank you all for coming along for the ride, and we wish you a peaceful road until we meet again. <laughs>